Welcome to the inaugural edition of the Modern Tire Dealer Show, the tire industry's leading podcast. I'm Mike Mangus, editor of Modern Tire Dealer, and today I'm joined by my colleagues, MTD Senior Editor Joy Kupcha and MTD Managing Editor Ron Ledgert. We're going to look at some of the biggest tire industry stories of the last six months and what they mean for you. Now, it's been an action-packed year so far. Lots of big announcements, lots of ongoing issues that are impacting our listeners. And yeah, the biggest acquisition happened a few weeks ago when uh, Goodyear finalized its acquisition of Cooper, which was kind of a little bit earlier than anyone anticipated. And and there are a ton of unanswered questions moving forward uh, pertaining to the Goodyear-Cooper deal. For instance, how will Goodyear integrate Cooper's consumer tire brands into its portfolio? There's been some talk about slotting the Cooper brand into that mid-tier position, especially on the light truck tire side. But where does that leave Mastercraft and Starfire, for example? Will those brands be available through Goodyear's network of company-owned stores? Will Goodyear's independent dealer network have access to them, and and this is a big question too. Will Cooper dealers have access to Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly brand products? And another thing that's of particular interest to me is how will Goodyear position Cooper's Roadmaster and uh, namesake truck tire brands? Where will those brands fit into Goodyear's commercial truck tire portfolio? And and another huge question is will Tire Hub carry Cooper products? And Joy, I know you recently talked with Peter Gibbons, Tire Hub CEO, but that was well before the acquisition was finalized, right? Right. We talked um, after the um, acquisition had been announced. Actually, Tire Hub was having its annual meeting for its uh, few hundred salespeople on the days that the acquisition was announced that Cooper, that Goodyear was going to be buying Cooper. Um, So when I talked to Peter and I asked him, you know, what does this mean in terms of your stock and what brands you're going to be carrying? He was, it was pretty non-committal, which probably isn't a, isn't a surprise at all. So I'm basically just said it's too early to say. And certainly not a surprise given the fact that, uh, Goodyear is a co-owner of, of Tire Hub along with Bridgestone America. So, so that makes sense. Um, you know, more recently, we talked with John Healy from North Coast Research, and John follows both Cooper and Goodyear very closely as part of his daily work. And, and he seems to think that there is a definite possibility Tire Hub will eventually carry Cooper products. And, and then, you know, moving away from brands, there, there's also the question of manufacturing footprint uh, capacity. You know, as part of the deal, Goodyear gains three consumer tire plants in the U.S., which gives it a total of five consumer tire plants in this country. And the addition of those three Cooper plants uh, provides Goodyear with close to 100,000 additional units of capacity, according to MTD research. So that's another thing to to certainly keep an eye on. You know, I, I think it's going to take a while for a lot of these things to shake out, which is not completely unexpected. Rich Kramer, Goodyear CEO, stated several weeks ago that, uh, quote, many sp- specifics are still to be determined, as you might uh, suspect. But in the meantime, a few weeks from now, in fact, John Healy, who also writes MTD's monthly Your Marketplace column, will join us to provide his take on what could unfold when it comes to Goodyear's integration of Cooper into its overall business. It's a, another huge story we can kind of get into with our first podcast is just the, the shipping slowdown that's going on. Going on. It's, uh, it's taking a quite a long time for tires that are made in Southeast Asia to get to North America. And, you know, that's something our listeners have been dealing with for the last year, pretty much during the whole uh, global pandemic. 
Yeah, yeah, you know, and it doesn't seem like there's any relief in sight. You know, last year during the first few months of COVID, as our listeners can can tell you, demand plummeted, and this caused shipping companies to cut capacity by some estimates up to 30%, which is considerable. Then, you know, things started to rebound during the summer months, June and July of last year, and suddenly there were not enough containers in the right places at the right time. And then on top of that, you had major, major congestion at key ports on the west coast of, of the U.S. You know, interestingly, the, the port of Los Angeles, which also happens to be the biggest uh, shipping port in the country publishes a daily snapshot of shipping activity, ships coming in, ships coming out. And right now there are 17 container ships at anchor outside of the port just waiting to get in. And at the same time, there are approximately 17 ships at berth inside the port, meaning that they are currently not on the water. And the average time at anchor is 12 days. That's almost two full weeks. So, um, that's uh, that's a considerable problem. Then at the same time, freight rates are continuing to spike. Uh, Pre-pandemic, the cost to ship a 40-foot container from Shanghai to Los Angeles was around $1,500. Today, that's up to more than $6,000 and rising. So, you know, it's definitely a seller's market, so to speak. And, and Joy, I know that uh, you recently attended a Falcon dealer forum uh, during which Ron Papkun, who supervises supply chain for the company, had some remarks about the shipping situation. Right. Ron said they had been tracking, um, you know, in previous months, you know, there had been some anecdotal evidence and talk that, you know, containers were actually, it was at $10,000 a container. Um, he said, and again, he's looking at things from not just tires, but just the shipping industry at large. So this is literally everything that consumers in the U.S. are, are buying and using and consuming. Um, but he said that there is evidence now that there are reports of fees of being $20,000 to move a container from Asia. 20,000. That's remarkable. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was just really a, <laughs> it was kind of a mic drop moment. So yeah. And it yeah. sounds like with all this stuff, it's almost like a Rubik's cube. Like, you know, the, you start to fix this side and then you look at the other side and go, well, that's not right. And then kind of getting things, trying to get things back in balance almost. And I think that's also, you know, wreaking havoc on our listeners' ability to forecast and to fulfill orders, you know, both on the retail side and the wholesale distribution side. What took maybe 90 days to arrive now takes 180 days or even longer in many cases, which uh, just complicates things and certainly doesn't make it any easier for our listeners who are waiting for those orders to arrive at their dealerships. Um, you know, interestingly, on the next episode of the Modern Tire Dealer Show, we're going to be talking to a gentleman named Martin Dixon, who is a shipping industry expert. And Martin is going to do a, a deep dive, pardon the nautical pun, into the shipping situation and when he thinks that will end. But it's, it's certainly safe to say, I think, that our listeners are going to be grappling this problem for many, many months to come. Yeah, and, and Martin really, when he did, does talk about it, you definitely kind of get a sense of the whole situation. Like uh, his expertise comes through pretty pretty straightforward. So the, you know, definitely worth the, the time for, for our listeners. And you know, another thing that has been kind of going on is the mergers and acquisitions. You'd think maybe in a global pandemic that stuff would stop, but it really it really hasn't. Uh, that, you know, despite everything that's been going on. So Monroe recently acquired two big independent dealers in this. 
uh, Southern California market, that being uh, Mountain View Tire and Allen Tire. And then Steve Shannon Tire acquired um, a six-store chain in New York. And then we also have a, a new name for uh, GB Auto Service, Sun Auto Tire and Service. And they acquired uh, Good Guys Tire in Northern California. So it really, no, no, no stopping in that part of the business. Yeah, there. Speaking of Monroe specifically, there was a slight um, shutdown, and they 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 announced that they kind of you know suspended their mergers and acquisitions efforts during the height of the pandemic. Which which that alone is a really big deal for them to. Um, it, it's nearly every quarter that they're announcing that they've bought somebody new and adding to their um, to their national footprint. So um, so they obviously they kind of paused that for maybe one or two quarters, and then have come back you know, really gangbusters and adding to that um, Western market. And um, we, we can definitely see that that's going to be continuing. Um, their latest financial report was also our introduction to their new CEO. So um, Mike Broderick, who has a long time and tons of experience in the auto aftermarket, you know, 25 plus years with other companies. Um, most recently, he has, he's been with Advanced Auto Parts, but he was also with Canadian Tire and Federal Mogul. And he kind of made a splash with his first uh, quarterly re remarks because he said uh, the company is going to continue its Western expansion, but move specifically, they're interested in the Southwestern US. And not only is that notable, so when they're looking at new states, you know, that, you know, that, that opens a whole new door for them. But what's really remarkable there is that uh, Broderick said that they are going, they're willing to build stores from the ground up to get into that market. So they hinted at that it is getting expensive or maybe they're not being able, not finding dealers at the price that they want um, or, or that they want to pay in that market. Um, and so there he says, you know, we're missing out on space. We've got areas to fill out there. Um, they do have a distribution site, um, at least one, if, if not more, in California. And so they want to continue to expand. We'll be expanding in the southwestern U.S. So that'll be a big thing, a big thing to watch from them. They've, um, we have to remember that it was only in 2019, which pandemic aside, that's technically still only two years ago, uh, that they first went into California um, when they purchased 40 certified tire and service stores. Um, that gave them distribution capabilities as well. But, you know, Ron, as you mentioned before, they've in the last year have added Allen Tire. That was another 17 stores. And most recently, uh, Mountain View Tire, which was um, 30 locations. So just to kind of combine just those two dealers together, if we think about that. So that's 47 stores that they've added. But it's also Monroe is looking at those two companies to add like $65 million in annualized sales to them. Um, so that's, you know, that's, they're going all in on the West and we should definitely, dealers should be expecting that to continue. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, Joy, but at the same time in other parts of the country, Monroe is continuing to convert many of its locations over to its tire choice format and brand. Right, right. They are, um, they've, they've done, they've looked at their own numbers and they've seen that in general, just nationwide, their tire stores as compared to, as compared to service stores, their tire stores make more, um, they, you know, generate higher sales and perform better. So they are converting stores, um, lower performing stores across the country from that service model 
and adding tires into their inventory and, and, and a lot of times, you know, rebranding them as a tire store. So they have, um, so far they've rebranded and kind of re-imaged 150 stores across the country. And of those 115 were service stores transitioning to tire stores. So, and that's an ongoing effort. They're, they're not done yet, so. It, and Sun Auto Tire, the, the former GB Auto Service until recently, they're really targeting the Southwest as well. Um, you know, back in April, they acquired Good Guys Tires, which is a longstanding second generation independent dealership up in the Fresno area. So the central to northern part of California, I think Good Guys has around eight locations. And and then more recently, this past week, Sun Auto announced that they've added four locations in the San Antonio Texas market, which I think is interesting. They're building out their presence there as well. So uh, we'll continue to keep an eye on their expansion and merger activities too, which which all of this, as, as you might suspect, has a huge impact on the MTD 100, which is Modern Tire Dealers' exclusive listing of the 100 biggest independent tire dealerships in the U.S. according to number of stores. And this year's edition of the MTD 100, I'm excited to announce, will appear in our July issue, which will hit mailboxes in several weeks. You definitely will not want to miss that. And at some point next month, we will uh, bring you a full episode where we do a, a very exhaustive uh, analytical look at the MTD 100. Who's moving up? Who's on the list? Who fell off the list? Uh, how that compares to last year? information of that sort, which will give you a great snapshot of who the biggest players are. And you definitely will not want to miss that episode. Then, as mentioned earlier, next week, we're going to talk to Martin Dixon, uh, one of the leading consultants to the global shipping industry about the ongoing container ship and freight uh, issues that uh, we discussed in depth. So if you sell tires that are made in Southeast Asia, and I would think that the vast majority of our listeners do, uh, you will definitely want to tune into that episode. So that wraps it up for the Modern Tire Dealer Show this week. Uh, thank you for your insight, Joy and Ron. And we look forward to catching up with our listeners one week from today. Hope you have a great weekend. Mm -hmm.